Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Guys, welcome back to another Changemaker welcome episode. Welcome back to another Changemakers episode. There's an echo on this microphone. No. Oh, okay. Must be me. Nice. Guys, did you catch that last episode with Ian Stanley, the $100 million copywriter, Jamie's personal copywriter? If that was a good one. didn't, go you check that out. But Seriously. guys, today, the episode we're going to be sharing is going to be exciting. We're on episode five. We've got three more. Hang in there. This hey is yo. a marathon, not a sprint. If you're taking notes, grab a pen and paper because oh, yeah. we're about to rock your mind. Attention, this is not another boring business podcast. We're here to help mission-driven entrepreneurs get their message and offers out to the masses. In a fun way that doesn't suck. Over the last year, we've created a powerful community of podcasters that are becoming real change makers in the online space. And we're not talking about breaking a 20. I'm Jamie Atkinson. And I'm Gina Suzanne. And listen to us as we laugh, cry, and battle our way to a seven-figure-a-year business. We're going to be talking about not just what the online gurus are teaching, but what they're actually doing to transform and scale their business. Listen in as we break down the real-life publishing strategies these entrepreneurs are actually using. Come for the tactics. Stay for the banter. Welcome to the Changemakers Podcast. You're ready to create real change. And so are we. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Changemakers. It's been a pretty amazing day so far. It's been a good we launch. are doing eight launch episodes, guys. Can you believe that? Eight. And we are well on our way to getting through it. And, but we uh, got a good one. Yeah, we, we got a good we, one for you today. One. What I love about today's episode, I say today's, I mean now, because there's been a lot of episodes today. But what <laughs> I love about this episode right now is that whether you guys know it or not, you have been through this man's genius. Just by being here, listening to this episode, you have been through what many deem to be called the contest funnel. It's worked right in front of your eyes. Yeah, we're going to do a deep dive of this after we finish this launch. But let me just tell you guys, these contest funnels are absolutely genius. It's what we've been taking you guys behind the scenes for this actual podcast launch. So let me introduce our amazing guest. You ready, Gina? I'm ready. Let's do it. He's actually one of only two producers to get a seven-figure Two Comma Club Award. He actually just passed the Two Comma Club Award again for his MIDI Money program, which helps producers to sell beats online. He's our friend. He's an incredible entrepreneur. He's a big old marketing geek, which I love because that's a man after my own heart. Please welcome to the show, Gabe Schillinger. Gabe! Just to mention as well, also a Funnel Hacking Live speaker. Pretty big deal. Oh my God, that's right. That's right. Dude. Jamie, Gina, my friends. So Hi. glad I get to hang out with you guys. You know, it's kind of funny. A year ago, I never thought I would have so many millionaire friends. If I had told my dad, I was like, hey, dad, like I'm friends with millionaires. He'd be like, shut up and go mow the lawn. You know, like that, that wouldn't be a case. But I'm genuinely so happy to call you a friend because you're such a wonderful person and we love you and we love everything you put out there. And what I want to talk to you about today alongside Gina is really just to share a, a little bit of value. But before we get into that, Gabe, give us a little bit of a short introduction just to tell people who, who if they haven't heard of you, if they didn't see you speak up Funnel Hacking Live, who is Gabe Schillinger? Give us a little bit. 
Yeah, for sure. So I'm a music producer and mainly in the hip hop world, which basically means for me, my job is to make the music or the instrumentals or we call them beats that a rapper or singer is going to rap or sing on. So basically like if you listen to a song, you take out the vocals, I make all of that stuff. When he says he's and, a beat maker, he doesn't make those headphones that Dre okay, wears. So he, I have he makes to admit something. Beats. It took me a long time. I and also many, thought he made Dr. Okay, Dre's. Okay, yeah. I'm really glad. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's a factory worker. Cool. Uh, <laughs> which is cool. But I sell headphones. But like, dude, what an incredible job. Like, so you literally have worked on, you know, I know you've worked with big people like Kendrick Lamar and Snoop Dogg, like incredible. But, and, you know, I don't want to tell your story for you, but. You know Snoop the, Dogg? I, I love, I love Gabe. He's so cool. He's worked with the coolest people. But um, Gabe, tell we us. We just a, name dropped for him. Yeah, I, we just did that. <laughs> tell, us a, tell us a little bit more about the kind of work that, you, that you've been doing yeah for sure so i've so i've actually this is crazy i've actually been doing this for 20 years been doing music which is which is nuts and um for the first like decade plus i did it the way that i thought you were supposed to what i always learned about as far as like playing the music industry game which basically meant trying to sell my music try to sell my beats my music production to record labels and essentially being that technician or being the artist or just being the person who's like hold up in the studio making the thing and then relying on somebody else to do everything else right and, and hoping that you know my big break was going to come when the record label cut me a check or I get a publishing deal or the right manager finds me or whatever and played that game for over 10 years which you know had some cool highlights like you mentioned got to got to work with some rappers I grew up listening to and you know had a couple songs on on the radio a little bit on tv and film and stuff like that and wow. like you think like like oh that's cool like you know you've got all these highlights, what a resume, whatever. But the reality is I was already 10 plus years in for me. I, I, you know, we're talking about, I guess about six or seven years ago, I was approaching 30 years old and I was realizing like the amount of money that I'm making here is not going to be something that's going to be sustainable. I'm not going to be able to provide for myself, let alone like, I don't know, a family one day or whatever. Like, and I realized I don't want to be 30. I don't want to be 40. I don't want to be the guy, you know, struggling to make beat, you know, I was living at my dad's house. I was feeling depressed. I was feeling anxious. Like it's terrible. Right. I was in a, I was in a bad state of mind. So I was going to give up. I was like this, well, this can't work. I got to give up on the stream and just, you know, just focus on something else, you know, focus on a real job, whatever. And, um, it was, it was almost kind of like a, a last resort thing. I was thought, well, maybe I can take my business online. Maybe I can sell beats online. And that was something that like, I did not invent. There's literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of producers already doing this. There's a big marketplace for it, but I just hadn't done it before. And so I started doing that. And it was something that like, at first it didn't come naturally to me at all. Cause I was just, again, I was always just the artist guy, the music guy. I was never like a marketer or an entrepreneur, like none of that. And, you know, kind of tried it, kind of did what the other producers were doing. And then luckily eventually came across Adrian, goes by Anno Domini, who's now my business partner, and he sells beats online, but he was doing it in a different way. And I was like, what is this? This is completely different. This page looks cool. He's telling a story. It's like completely different. And basically what he was doing is he was using funnels to sell beats was something I'd never seen before. And then of course, from there, I found out about Russell Brunson. I found out about ClickFunnels. I found out about this whole world and this community, which is how I met you guys. And you know, now you're crushing the rest it. Is history, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I have a question because you went from like waiting for the old way, right? Waiting for your big break, just hustling, yeah. sending out tapes, right? And now you're. It seems like you're everywhere, especially if you're like in the music industry. So, in terms of getting your message out to the masses and really just getting that visibility, what would you say your number one tactic is for when it comes to publishing for getting that message out there? 
Yeah. So I think for me, you know, I tried all kinds of different things, right? I read dot-com secrets and I, you know, tried a lot of that stuff and a lot of it was working. A lot of the stuff that he was talking about in there, as far as putting together a, a, an actual offer and not trying to sell a commodity, you know, the importance of like actually taking your customer on this, on this journey on purpose and building your list and, you know, having upsells and order form of all that, all that cool stuff that like people weren't really doing in my industry and that, so that was super cool, but it's still tough, right? Because it's like, for one thing, it's super low ticket item that we're selling. It's an audience that doesn't tend to have a lot of money to spend. You know, it's rappers and singers, you know, not, you know, we're musicians, whatever. People generally don't have a ton of extra money. And so it, it was it was a struggle, even with like these cool tactics and stuff. And so I was kind of looking at like, well, how can I, how can I amplify this in a way where it's not me just spending a whole bunch of money on ads or whatever, where I'm not even going to get the return on it. And so what I ended up kind of doing and started playing around with was this idea of virality of like, how can I actually leverage the leads that I'm getting to help me get more leads? And I started doing contests. And that was something that really took off. That was sort of like the first time once I incorporated that and we can get as detailed as you want. But once I incorporated that, that concept of having people, you know, basically become the the advocates for me, have my customers be the people actually advertising and finding me more customers. That was the thing that made the big difference when I had, you know, my first six figure launch, what eventually got me that two comma club was really that concept and being able to scale it because it was something where I didn't have to spend all that money. I could actually get a lot of leads, get a lot of people in, give them a bunch of value without spending that money up front. And then I could offer them something where like when I did that, that six figure launch, it was a $17 product. There was, you know, order for months and upsell and stuff like that. But we did $200,000 in sales in a week because we had built this huge list based off of this whole viral giveaway contest thing, which I know you are in the middle of as we speak, right? We're literally doing one. And you know what? Like, man, I'm so excited to dig into this and I can't wait to do a full debrief episode. But because we're super short on time, Gabe, I want to know if you were to take a look at your contest funnel and you were to look at that very first one that you did and you're asking yourself, okay, what was this thing that I did that allowed me to go out and get in front? If you were to give someone kind of a top-down view, what was it about that first contest funnel that allowed you to get everywhere? And and because pretty much every rapper that was going into Facebook at that time was seeing your stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And really it was, you know, one big part of it was making that contest, making that giveaway something that they were really excited about. And so knowing, you know, understanding my customer avatar and what what would be exciting to them was really the thing that did it, right? So um, I've done this a few different ways. We've done it where they get a verse from a popular artist, like we did one with Snoop one year, where I did one uh, last year that was like the studio takeover contest where we'll fly you out to the studio and we'll, you know, uh, record, mix and master a song and shoot a shoot and edit a music video and do it, right? All this stuff where like, if you're my dream client, if you're a, a rapper or singer, then that's like awesome the to you. dream so, gig, like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was something where it was like, that that grand prize was something that they were all super excited about and really happy to share. And I think that that's one thing with giveaways is like why they oftentimes don't work is that the the prize is like an iPad or is or is a you know something generic where it's like for one thing you're not going to get targeted leads anyways, so so it's a bad idea. But also if you think about the psychology of why those people are actually willing to share something, you know why do, why do most people share stuff on social media? It's pretty much either like to elevate their status, right? That's mostly what we're doing and trying to look cool or to like solidify an identity. And so for me, 
my, you know, if, if I, if I'm talking to somebody who's an independent rapper or singer, like they're proud of that. They, they're like, I'm, I'm a rapper. I'm an artist. Like that is something that they want to solidify. So by posting that, like, Hey, like these producers, they've worked with some big artists. They're going to fly me out to the studio and all that kind of stuff. Like it's both elevating their status and really solidifying that identity that they want and that they, and that they have. So they want to share it. Right. If I did like win an iPad and they post that their friends might be like, oh, this looks like, I don't know, a scam or it just looks cheap or whatever. Like yes. that, that lowers their status. So that's why most people don't share these contests is because the prizes are not something that those people want, that your audience actually wants not to share. Not niche enough, right? Oh, I love it. So Gabe, I, I want to dig into this more and I can't wait to have this other let's episode. Let's bring them back. And let's absolutely bring let's them back. Bring but them guys, back. if you're listening to this episode right now and you're saying to yourself, oh my gosh, this contest sounds amazing, um, definitely stick around because we're going to make sure in the coming episodes that we're going to get Gabe back and we're going to talk more about contest funnels. Gabe, if somebody wants to find out more about contests, about how to do this, about how to find out more about what's going on in your world, where can they head to? Yeah, so if they head over to contestlaunchsecrets.com, they can see all the information about the latest of what we've got going on there. And uh, yeah, come check it out. Oh my gosh, guys, so go amazing. check that out. We're going to put that down in the show notes. And guys, I hope you're enjoying these short episodes. Make sure you stick around for the next one. It's going to be juicy. Gabe, Gabe thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And I'm on the roll. Oh my goodness. I love Gabe. Seriously, he's the value the nicest drops. guy. He's so nice. And he's just like, He'll give you anything you need. But like massive value at the same time, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude is a wizard at marketing. But guys, don't just disappear. That's oh, not no. what we want. We got another one for you. And this one is going to be very interesting because we've already had one copywriting coach. But my next guest is actually a mastermind copywriter. He's actually helped 23 people pass a million bucks and actually four students pass eight figures. I actually didn't know his his main forte was copywriting because he's yeah. just a good coach in general for scaling businesses. He's also the man that I give the most money at my bank account. Stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be rad. And I'm on the roll. Wait, we forgot to tell them about the thing. Oh my God, oh my God, the thing. Guys, we're doing something crazy. Head over to changemakersmovement.com to enter our wild competition where you can win over $31,000 worth of prizes. Like $1,000 worth of podcasting gear, including the Roadcaster Pro, free tuition into the podcast Profit Lab, and 12 months enrollment to our inner circle to build a six-figure business. Plus, everyone who enters, regardless if luck is on your side, is going to get a VIP ticket to our five-day live training and a copy of our best-selling content creation course. Wow! See you there. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.